everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I look forward to spending the next hour or so with you. We have lots to talk about. Team Yachad just finished completing uh, their successful run down in Miami at the ING Marathon and Half Marathon. 185-plus runners competed. Everybody had a great time. We'll hear a little bit about that coming up from a number of runners who are going to be joining me. Um, but first, just a little bit about Yachad. Yachad, as you all know, is the National Jewish Council for Disabilities. And what we do at Yachad is whatever needs to be done to continue to promote inclusion. Inclusion for those living with disabilities uh, within the larger uh, Jewish community. The Jewish Reaction is presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, and we're excited to be here as part of the Nachum Siegel Network. You can listen live on NachumSiegel.com. Click on the Listen Here or Listen Live button on the site, and the show airs Thursday from 5 to 6. Friday morning, we'll replay it from 9 to 10, and then again on Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, lots to talk about today, lots to get to. As I just mentioned, Team Yachad returned from Miami after a very successful event, but there are a lot of number of other programs going on within Yachad. But first, let's talk with Adira Lautman. Adira Lautman is a Medicaid service coordinator and a social worker working at Yachad for the last couple of months, and she, together with her sister, Talia, ran with Team Yachad in Miami. So, Adira, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Hi, thanks for having me. So... Tell us about Team Yacha. Tell us about the experience. Uh, the experience was incredible, really inspiring. Started with uh, arriving late Thursday night, uh, went to our hotel. It was beautiful. And spending the whole entire weekend with other people, like-minded people, uh, Yacha and members and their families uh, was really inspirational. We heard from Richard Bernstein, a 17-time marathon runner. Uh, he spoke to us Friday night, and that kind of set the tone. He was really so positive about his situation, about life in general. Um, that actually was what carried me through my miles, the 13.1 miles. Whenever I felt kind of down, I was like, okay, all right, Richard Bernstein did this 17 times. I can do this at least once. So let's take a step back a little bit. You, how long have you been with, been with us at Yachad now? Since September. So since September. And why why did you decide to sign up? What made you think that, A, this was a good idea, <laughs> and B, why did you think that you could do this, that uh, you could run 13.1 miles? Well, <laughs> I didn't. I was hoping I could run the 13.1 miles. Well, that's miles. always the plan. <laughs> that was my plan. Um, you know, I've always wanted to run a half marathon. It's kind of been on my bucket list. And working at Yachad and seeing the amazing things they do and day in and day out, um, talking to families, helping them get services, realizing how how much they need the services that Yachad puts in place, kind of pushed me to, to sign up and and advocate um, and fundraise for such a great organization. So, and how'd you get your sister to sign up? Your sister Talia is a junior at Stern College? She's a senior, yeah. Senior at Stern College. Um, well, she also has been hearing a lot about the work I do, so she felt also kind of passionate about helping out Yachad. Uh, and also, I'm getting married in June, so Mazel I kind of... Tov. Thanks. So I kind of suckered her into having like a sister-sister So you're saying experience. that next year we'll have a sister-sister-husband team Lauman <laughs> instead yeah, of just more. a sister-sister. <laughs> that would be nice. Awesome. Um, so Adira Lauman is joining us. She's the Medicaid Service Coordinator and Social Worker at Yachat. She's originally from University Heights, Ohio, and together with her sister Talia, uh, they completed the Miami Half Marathon. Um, what was your time? 238.20. And your sister? 252. So you beat your sister. <laughs> I did. And you're not going to let her forget that anytime soon. Well, our goal was 252. So. What was 252 that that was your goal? How did you come to that number? <laughs> it was your score. 
that was from your first year. <laughs> so, so your goal was to beat my score from two years ago. My time. Yeah. What was your sister's exact time? I don't remember the seconds. We could look it up later. So I, I was 250-255, so I'm assuming mm. she probably beat that. I would hope so for her sake. Okay, your time was 238, so yeah. well, now that we're going to get into that, I want everybody to know that my time was 241, so Adira did beat me by three minutes, but I knocked 11 minutes off my time from uh, two years ago, so that was exciting. It's impressive. Um, also, you were sick to give you... I, were, I was a little a bit little sick, sick, but so that happens. You, you, know, you, you, you can make excuses for all you year. want, but you got to do it. I will definitely beat you next year. <laughs> no, that is on. a challenge. You've heard it right here, here on the Jewish Reaction first. <laughs> um, of the race itself, mm-hmm. what stands out to you? What part, what mile, what area, what something happened during the race, over the course of the race that you remember that you know that sticks out? Yeah, sure. Um, there were a couple things. One, in the beginning, around mile two, <coughs> I took off my headphones and I just listened, and all I heard was people breathing heavily and their feet hitting the concrete, and there was nothing else, not not a single sound, and that kind of was really inspirational to just be with a huge, a huge amount of people just running and seeing their shirts and seeing the different organizations they were running for or the people they were running on behalf. Uh, actually, it almost brought me to tears. I had to, like, stop thinking While about it. While you're running. Yeah. Yeah, running and heavy breathing, <laughs> tears do not mix well. No. So I had to kind of stop being emotional because I wanted to concentrate. Um, so that was a moment uh, where I really uh, for, for those of you who are listening, just to, I guess, sort of paint a picture for you, mile two of the Miami Marathon is as the sun is coming up, you're running along the water, the water yeah. so you're running alongside those the giant cruise ships as the sun is coming up. Yeah. So in addition to the awesome the sound of the, the foot hitting the, the pavement and whatnot, you also have incredible scenery as you're running. Yeah, so that was the first uh, wow moment. Um, and then we ran through a neighborhood, just people's houses, and there were tons of people out cheering us on as they got the paper with their coffee. Um, and you've already been up for three or four hours <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of when it started getting tough. I think that was like mile, somewhere between six and eight. Um, so that was nice to kind of see people coming out and smiling and not being annoyed that we were and cheering you on and supporting. I actually was thinking about that because the race itself starts at 6.05 a.m. for wheelchair racers and 6.15 for runners. And if you notice, the race starts right outside of American Airlines Arena on Biscayne Boulevard, Mm -hmm. but there's a huge hotel right across the street. (laughs) And all I was thinking about is how annoying it must be for the people in those rooms (laughs) to have those loud noises right outside their room. I just kept on remembering that. Like, I felt so bad for these people. I hope the uh, the hotel gives it at a really good rate that night. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we'll look into that for next year. We'll try try to take that ahead of time. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm being joined by Team Yachad 2013 runner Adira Lautman, who is also the Medicaid service coordinator and a social worker at Yachad, originally from University Heights, Ohio. And we're going to listen to our first song now, which was chosen by Adira. We're going to listen to Yalili, which is sung by Eighth Day. Yala, yala, yalili. Yala, yala, yalili. Yala, yala, yalili. Yala, yala, yalili. Oh, yala, yala, yalili. Yala, yala, yalili. Yala, yala, yalili. Dance, 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 Habibi. Shit, the hate of us, I'll shit, the hate. Shit, the hate of us, I'll shit, the hate. Shit, the hate of us, I'll shit, the hate. Mr. Bobby, shit, the hate. 
Sung by Eighth Day, and you're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm being joined by Adira Lautman, who just came back from Miami after running the half marathon with Team Yachad together uh, with her sister. Adira, tell us a little bit about the fundraising. Fundraising. Okay. So what my, how my sister and I approached it was um, we felt passionate about the things that Yaha does, the services that they provide. Um, and, you know, we threw in that emotional twist of two sisters running together. So uh, we advocated. We sent out emails to all our friends, our parents, family, uh, parents, friends. Um, and thank God we've been pretty successful. We are 
almost at our goal of 6,000. There's a little push for you. If you want to sponsor Adira and her sister, <laughs> you can go to teamyacha.com and you can find either Talia, Adira, or just Team Lautman on the list of runners and sponsor them as generously as you are able. Thank you in advance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we wrote about on our fundraising page, Yad Biad, which is a summer program um, that promotes inclusion. It's for um, both high schoolers um, that are Yachan members and people, <coughs> and high schoolers that are, are not Yachan members. And Tali and I both are huge believers in camp, that camp um, is an experience that everyone deserves to, to have. Um, because it's a different type of growth that you that you gain in camp than you do during the school it's year. It's more of the informal education formal. and life skills as opposed to just mm-hmm. textbook learning. Right. So uh, we wanted to highlight that program that Yachad, that Yachad has because we feel that it's so important that everyone has that type of experience. Both. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go back to, to the marathon just for a second. What did you think of just the weekend overall or just the atmosphere and the excitement that builds slowly until you get to what I think is the best part of the weekend is the pasta party when everybody's, <laughs> you know, everybody's so revved up on adrenaline. Everybody's so excited. They're really getting into it. Um, you just talk a little bit about the weekend itself and everything, you know, building up to the actual moment of the pasta party and then the following morning when we actually head downtown for the race. Sure. So the buildup um, was exactly probably as you guys had planned because it started off slow and kind of... Um, Easy, like they e- everyone eased us into the excitement. You know, like first we got to this new surrounding, this hotel, new people, and then as we you know got our name tags and people started intru- introducing themselves and meeting other people, slowly till you got to Saturday night where everyone was super hyper at the pasta party. Um, it was very gradual in like the best way possible. And the pasta party was an awesome atmosphere. Yeah. It's it's really just so exciting. And we actually had a number of people from South Florida come and join us just for the pasta party, which I think just added to it. Um, another exciting component of Team Yacha's participation was the water station at mile 11, right. which was manned and operated by South Florida Yacha, led by uh, Jamie Bunin and Beth Landisman. Uh, we had, I think, a group of 12 or 15, including Yachan members and some high school participants who volunteered, and they stood out there in the sun so for four or five hours, and they were responsible for handing out water to 28,000 runners. Did you, when you were running, did you see the tent? Did you stop oh, off? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I That was a goal for me. At mile 10, I was like, okay, I cannot stop. I need to get to mile 11. I need to get to the Yachad water station, and I wanted to make Yachad proud that I, was, that I wasn't walking, that I was running. <laughs> so it definitely was a goal, and I was so happy to see, like, quote-unquote, my people right. at that water station. It was so fun. There was someone dressed up. I didn't even... It was Jamie. I realized that was Jamie, in yeah. Retrospect, Jamie was dressed up in an orange wig with a hat on that had a blue wig on top of it. She had face paint, which was yeah. orange and blue, <laughs> with her orange tights and her blue suspenders. I think there and was a tutu shirt. involved. She was definitely wearing a tutu. <laughs> it was very colorful. And it just added to the atmosphere and the excitement of the whole event. But one thing related to the water station that I found a little frustrating, I'm curious if anybody else had this also, I knew that they were going to be at mile 11. But mile 11 obviously goes on for a full (laughs) mile. So when I got to the actual mile marker 11, which meant I had completed 11 miles, I was expecting the water station to be coming up. Right. But it was really at like mile 11.6 or 11.7. I did notice that. So I kept on thinking like, all right, great. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. And then it just never came up. And eventually I got there, but I was kept on waiting for it. Well, I don't know if that was intentional, but that was really smart because that forced me to run 
not even I didn't hold back at all. Mile eleven to eleven point six. You to like, run that extra. I didn't know when you, I was going to see them. Walking, but you can't you can't walk past the team. Yachad. That's so embarrassing. Not. Yeah, no, no way was I going to. So I took zero break, obviously, for more than just that mile. But that mile for sure, I was. Like, all right, I, I was that. not going to let myself be seen by my fellow Yachad members. Good, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Do that next time. Uh, before I let you go, Adira, what's one last thing you want to tell everybody about the marathon weekend? Do it. Run in 2014. It was so much fun. Life-shaping experience. Sign up. Awesome. There you have it. That is Adira Lauman, a Medicaid service coordinator and social worker here at Yachad, originally from University Heights, who just completed her first half marathon together with her sister Talia. And again, if you're interested in sponsoring Team Lautman, you can do so at teamyacha.com. Click on the list of runners and you can find Team Lautman listed there. Adira, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. We have lots to get to and before we continue on, let's listen to one more song. Now we're going to listen to Michal Przanski's Prisbol. Yeah. 
כן עולם, ותקן לשפר עולם 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 עולם, או ליחיק שפר עולם עולם, מתקן, מתקן עולם, מתקן, תקן, תקן, מתקן לשפר עולם עולם, נשפר, מתקן, ליחיק לשפר, לתקן, לתקן, לתקן עולם. אלא מתקן, 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 אלא מתקן, מתקן העולם, Michal Przansky with Przbol. Welcome back to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nacham Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. And we're talking about Team Yachad's participation in the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon, which concluded this past Sunday. 185-plus runners had an amazing time in Miami, and we're excited to be joined now by David Scott, who's the Race Director of the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon. David, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Oh, glad to be here, and uh, congratulations to those 185 uh, hardy individuals that uh, came down and uh, participated uh, here in Miami in what was uh, the second uh, you know, uh, year in a row that we accomplished a sellout with uh, over 25,000 runners. Wow. David, why don't you tell our listeners just a quick overview of the history of the race and what actually goes into putting on such a large event that I think you know, started out relatively small but has now grown to, like you said, you know, more than 25,000 runners. Right. We're, we're, we are in our, uh, still in our infancy, even though we now have completed our 11th race. But uh, 11 years ago, uh, a few individuals here in Miami uh, came together and presented uh, the concept to uh, city officials of, of having a, a marathon and half marathon in Miami. And the very first year, they had uh, a little over 3,400 runners. And from that, uh, there was some incremental growth uh, each year. And in 2010, uh, my first year at the, at the helm of, uh, of the race as race director, uh, the race uh, totals were about 18,000. And then we grew the next year, 2011, to 21,000. And then the following year, then it just really jumped up for our 10th anniversary, and we had our very, very first sellout, uh, which kind of almost kind of caught us by surprise. Wow. And uh, we prepared a little bit more so this year with uh, making sure that our supplies were here, shirts, medals uh, to account for, you know, even potentially more growth, but really we kind of set in in line that 25,000 was our number. So and now that you've reached that 25,000 number now, you know, two years in a row, do you plan to increase that, or is 25,000 the number that you'd like to stick with going forward? Well, I think that what we really want to do is we want to make sure that we're controlling uh, the growth of the race and that we control what services we're able to provide. And uh, there can be, it can be said that sometimes uh, there can be a tremendous amount of congestion in certain locations for any race that's uh, conducted around the country uh, based upon the geography and the, 
and the structure of uh, the streets and, and things like that. Sometimes there are limitations. I don't feel that we have uh, reached our limit. I, mean, I, I do think that there is a, a means of, uh, of increasing the number beyond that if we desire, but with that comes uh, extended services. So it already takes us about 27 minutes probably to clear the start line. I mean, to get everybody who is running the race to actually start their individual race, because obviously you can't have 25,000 people starting at one time. <laughs> That would, exactly. that would cause a little bit of congestion. It would, it would. <laughs> I mean, for, for those of you who are listening who are not familiar, the uh, ING Miami Marathon and a Half Marathon takes place. You begin downtown Miami just outside of the American Airlines Arena, and you crawl, You finish uh, just a few blocks from there. But for those who are what I think is crazy enough, but, I mean, I'm incredibly jealous. If you're, you know, if you're able to do the full marathon, the full marathon, David, correct me if I'm wrong, you actually run partway... Um, halfway up that bridge that goes to Key Biscayne and then come back. The scenery out there must be incredible. Right. Well, actually, we don't go up the bridge on the Rickenbacker. And, uh, but let's, if I can, let me just share quickly, and thank you for, uh, you know, uh, noting the, the spectacular uh Oh, it's you know, amazing. Man, I'll tell, I remember this, yes, when was it? Sunday morning. I remember when I started mile two, I was just passing the cruise ships, those huge giant cruise ships on my right-hand side as the sun is coming up. And it's the most spectacular sight. It's incredible to see that. <laughs> and then to, to make a, a short uh, right uh, down into the South Point of uh, South Point Drive and then coming up Ocean Drive past all the Art Deco hotels on your left and then that uh, aqua, turquoise, uh, Atlantic Ocean and the palm trees and the white sand in between uh, on your right. So... It really is a spectacular there, and then, of course, coming across the Venetian Causeway, a smaller causeway than uh, the start uh, area, and, again, just being able to see the water on either side of you there as you make your uh, trek uh, back to, to downtown Miami and being able to see the skyline of Miami. But the back half, and to get to your point, uh, is, is that coming the back half is an entirely different course, and it's probably, I, I would consider it more pastoral. It's quieter. Uh, we do have uh, about 6,000-plus runners that are, uh, this past year, competing uh, the marathon uh, distance. And, and so on that side there, when they come back through Coconut Grove and, and head north, headed towards uh, downtown Miami, there is that short jaunt onto the Rickenbacker Causeway, headed to uh, Key Biscayne. And rather than face uh, that hill at around mile 23, we actually give the runners a chance just to circle underneath the bridge, Ellie. Uh -huh. And um, someday I'd like to I'd like to almost uh, in, incorporate that bridge as a part of the run, and then it could be our heartbreak uh, hill, so to speak, right. in South Florida. But um, uh, I'd have everybody over on one side, and I'd have to figure out how to get them back. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, really, it's just a, we'll, we have a water stop right underneath the bridge, and. Uh, They'll turn back and go west, and then they're on the home stretch. They got the three miles to go, and uh, Biscayne Boulevard uh, awaits them with the throngs of thousands of people, and of course that uh, very special spinning medal that they'll receive at the finish. Yeah, the medals are incredible, and I tell you, I know for our runners, not only do we encourage all of our runners to wear their medals to the airport as they're flying home just a few hours later on Sunday evening, but we get pictures sent to us of our of uh, the runners that we have who are in high school who send us pictures from school wearing both their Team Yachad running shirt as well as their medal around their neck. Very cool. 
Yeah, so it's, it's really awesome. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nacham Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And we're speaking with David Scott, who's the race director for the ING Miami Marathon, who ran an incredibly successful race this past Sunday. Uh, David, tell us a little bit about Team Yachad's participation and the excitement that you know goes with incorporating charities and groups and programs as part of the race itself. Why is that such an important aspect to, to the race? Well, I think uh, there's probably a couple reasons for it. One is for our local charities. There are, and you know, uh, different nonprofits that you know have their base operation here in South Florida, and so the tie-in obviously is with our home community. But uh, the, as the race has grown, uh, we've also seen our involvement and, and interest from uh, charities and groups from afar, and, and Yachad is certainly one that has. Uh, increased just uh, the numbers in the last three, four years. And so uh, I'm very happy to see that. It, it connects us with yet another community, another uh, cultural group even. And, uh, and with that, giving uh, charities a chance to use the ING Miami Marathon as a platform for their uh, fundraising, uh, we just feel like it's, a, it's our way of giving back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really been incredible for us. I know that I can speak for Team Yachad. Like you just said, we started four years ago with only 29 runners. And this past year, as we've been speaking about, we had 185 runners. Um, but, David, I wanted to ask you one question. In terms of the – you said that you have 6,000-plus people running the full marathon. Does the winner of the full marathon, do, do they get something or do they get a medal also in just the fact that they won? No, actually, uh, for, for our, our marathon and half-marathon champions – um, they do receive a, a small uh, cash uh, award uh, for the race. Uh, and on the marathon side, uh, both the male and female, first, second, and third uh, place runners receive uh, a cash award. For the half marathon is the first uh, position of the male and female in the half that receive a cash award. But we also give a, a cash award to uh, our physically challenged athletes, that uh, compete in either a push rim or a hand crank uh, device to uh, complete the, uh, the marathon. So let me ask you a question. I've done two Miami half marathons. I did my first two years ago in two hours and 52 minutes, and I did it this year in two hours and 41 minutes. So you think I have any chance of winning that money? <laughs> You keep going, you know. The, <laughs> we, we had uh, we had an individual uh, this year that um, that came in from uh, Guatemala, and uh, he had previously uh, competed in half marathons in Guatemala and, and submitted uh, those times and all. And he gave us an estimated finish time uh, for the marathon. He decided he wanted to run the full, and so uh, we placed him in with our sub elites and. and Gave him a, a position at the start line that uh, probably enabled him to do things, and he was really an unknown individual. And uh, Carlos managed to uh, lead, uh, you know, the marathon uh, pretty much uh, the, the last 13 miles. I would venture to say that he was uh, ahead of the, his other compatriots on that side, and he ends up winning and not being one of our true professionals that we had, uh, maybe traveling from Ethiopia, Kenya. Uh, well, I didn't know that. So the person who won the full marathon was basically an unknown to the running world. Uh, for our, for all practical purposes, yes. 
Wow. So that was like really, you know, coming out of nowhere. Nobody knew who this guy was. Right. I think that maybe. What, what was Carlos's uh, last other, name? Those other elite runners, I think they, for at least uh, for a long period of time, uh, they may not have known who he was at all, and he might have been ahead of them a little bit through the, the first half of the course. But once they made the turn at the split and headed south, uh, I think they probably were surprised to see an individual so far ahead of them. So once the, he, once the real elite runners saw him in front of them, they probably just assumed that this guy hopped on at mile 15 <laughs> and started there. <laughs> well, he was there. At my, he was behind us for all, the whole time. We you know, obviously have seen his uh, times and everything. But that is pretty interesting. And then even our female champion on the marathon side, um, she was traveling. She traveled here from the, the Netherlands. And uh, she was first coming in to run the half, but I think she was feeling uh, healthy and t- took a look at the field, and, and she decided on Saturday that she was going, she wanted to, to sign up for the full. And uh, so she goes out, and she wins the full marathon on the women's side. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, I know that this year the, the, the Carlos who won the full marathon for the men's side, he did it in about 225, is that right? Right. And he was pretty much on, as we gave him an estimated time there, as he put it down, he was in a three or four minutes. And the thing is, he, he truly backed himself up on that. Wow, so, but it was 2.25, but I think the, the record for the ING Miami Marathon, I think, was 2.12? 2.12 is where we're at, yes. So, I mean, do you attribute that to just the fact that it was an incredibly hot day? The weather certainly would take its toll on the runners. Well, I don't, you know, I, I will, you know, disagree. I don't think it was incredibly hot. I think it was warmer. Uh, for individuals of northern climb. Right. Uh, actually, the temperature stayed at 70 degrees through the first two hours and 20 minutes of the race. Uh, temperatures did rise up later. We had a nice cloud cover. There was a breeze. Uh, there may have been humidity, but it, I, don't, I, would, I would not describe this as being incredibly hot. Uh, but, again, if you're from New York, uh, you, you, probably, you, probably haven't trained, you probably haven't trained in that temperature since... Uh, last October. Correct. I'll tell you, when I got to the airport for my flight, I flew down to Miami on Tuesday to start preparing for the Team Yachad weekend. Um, it was 11 degrees. Mm. So, well. I mean, for those of you who are listening who were not lucky enough to join us in Miami, you should certainly do that. You can visit us at teamyachad.com. Uh, this is the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And we're being joined by David Scott, who's the race director uh, for the ING Miami Marathon. Uh, David, uh, how can people sign up for the race now? Well, i tell you what. Today, we opened up uh, registration for the 2014 race that will take place uh, this coming year, February the 2nd, uh, 2014. And... Incredibly, we went through, we have what's known as a blitz pricing uh, registration. And it's kind of like a, I guess you want to call it almost like a contest. And uh, if you're quick at tapping in your your information on the the registration form uh, online, then you could be part of that initial group that got a pretty significant uh, discount. So our prices, uh, the first 200 for both the full and the half marathon was 50% off. And those are already sold out, I would imagine. We're not sold out, but we sold out of the lower prices within four minutes. Wow. (laughs) And uh, so the prices continued to increase until now. We find ourselves where runners are getting 20% discount off of uh, our price point of 65 for the half and 90 for the full. And that price point uh, will go up. Uh, at midnight on uh, Monday uh, evening.
Wow. That's awesome. All right, David Scott, I want to thank you for joining me. I want to wish you the best of luck as you look forward to the next edition of the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon, scheduled for Sunday, February 2nd, 2014. David Scott is the race director for the ING Miami Marathon. And David, on behalf of all of us here at Yachad and from Team Yachad, I want to thank you and your entire team putting on an incredible event, an amazing program, something that we really all had a great time and are never going to forget. Uh, well, thank you so much, and uh, we do welcome you all back uh, this coming uh, February. You can count on it. Thank you very much, David. Okay. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and we all have already spoken with two people related to the ING Miami Marathon, where Team Yachad just finished running this past Sunday. Adira Lautman is a Medicaid service coordinator and social worker from University Heights, Ohio, currently working at Yachad, and ran in the ING Miami Half Marathon together with her sister Talia. And then we just spoke with David Scott, who's the race director for ING Miami Marathon. I can only imagine how busy David is now on now. It's um, just a couple of days after the race finished, and he was able to find a few minutes to join us. Uh, but it's really been an incredible partnership that Yachat has been able to forge with uh, the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon. Uh, both myself and Sarah Pollock, who's the coordinator of special events, uh, for Yachad, who has worked tirelessly and endlessly running an incredible and flawless program. Uh, we've actually become quite close with David and his team down in Miami um, as they are able to work with us in anything and everything that we need. Uh, and it's really been an incredible wor- partnership, and I want to thank them for all that they've done and that they continue to do uh, for both Yachad and Team Yachad. Before we continue on and move to a couple of other exciting programs, uh, let's listen to one more song we got coming up here. We're going to listen to Matis Yahu's song, King Without a Crown.
Matis Yahoo's King Without a Crown. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad, and this edition of the Jewish Reaction we've been dedicating mostly to Team Yachad. We spoke earlier with Adira Lautman, who ran together with her sister, and we just also spoke to David Scott, the race director from the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon, who joined us from Miami. Now we're going to speak to Michael Rosenberg, Moshe Rosenberg, a corporate attorney from New York City who ran with Team Yachad for the first time, and it was his first half marathon. Moshe, welcome to the show. Hey, Ellie, thanks for having me. So, uh, first reaction, what, how was it? It was, it was great. Uh, I, two days later, I am extremely sore, but it was a great experience. I am very happy that I did it. 
And yeah, it was it was really fantastic. It was it was you know it was kind of like an unreal, serene experience, you know, doing it and finishing and especially being that I didn't really think I would finish. <laughs> well, so. you you and I together, we actually ran as part of the same team. We ran as part of Team Lachaim, running in memory of our dear friend Chaim Feigenbaum. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you know why you decided to run and why you thought this was something that you wanted to do in Chaim's memory? Well. Um, you know, a couple months back, I guess it's already you know six, seven months back. You you had approached me about uh, doing something to uh, to honor the memory and to uh, you know honor the memory of our dear friend Chaim, who you mentioned. Uh, you know, Chaim and I go way back. We went to, uh, to high school to Yeshiva in Israel and to YU together. And um, you know, I think those of us who knew Chaim, uh, you know, knew that this was the type of thing. You know any type of of, of everlasting and and and, and actions to, uh, to 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 carry his memory and the the way he lived his life forward or something. And you approached me about it, and you know it just seemed like a great great option, a great idea. And uh, you know Yachad is an organization that you know while Chaim, you know to my the best of my knowledge wasn't you know super involved himself in Yachad. The message of Yachad was something that Chaim believed in, you know, tremendously that every Jewish soul, no matter who they are, no matter what they are about, and no matter what challenges they may face, every Jewish soul is important, and every Jewish soul serves to be part of the Jewish community, and I think that is something that Chaim uh, exemplified in his, in the way he lived his life, and sadly the way, you know, he, he passed away. Yeah, I think that's that's really well said. I mean, I think Team L'Chaim really took on a life of its own, going back, like you said, six or seven months. Uh, you and I had spoken about it, and together with uh, another friend, Samantha Kramer, the three of us were going to run as Team L'Chaim. Um, and then it just grew and grew and grew to the point where we ended up with 21 runners, including uh, Chaim's wife, parents, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, neighbors, friends, Friends of friends, and it really just became a life unto itself. I, th- I think just, and then spending the weekend together, building up and building camaraderie as Team Lachaim and Team Yachad, to then culminate with the race on Sunday, I think was really all part of an incredible package. Yeah, for sure. It was it was really uh, you know an unforgettable experience. You know, from from seeing as the team grew, like you said, me, you, and Sam were were the first three you know, who had signed up to run, and then see, seeing names get added to the list of who was on Team L'Chaim, uh, you know, adding adding Chaim's wife, Tal, and his parents, you know, Jackie and Chaim Feigenbaum, and then his sister-in-law. It just, you know, it, it was just tremendous. And then everybody coming down to Florida and spending the weekend together, it really just gave us all a renewed sense of purpose to what we were doing. And, you know, each, we each motivated one another. It was really, you know, I, we all finished for the others, and and you know our tzedakah efforts are, are continuing, and and it's 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 unreal that we've raised almost the last I checked, and I didn't check today, it was almost seventy thousand dollars, you know, in memory of Chaim, who, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure is looking down, and like like we all joke, laughing a little bit at all of us limping around today, <laughs> but at the same time being incredibly proud and honored that we were able to do something in his memory as such a great thing for such a great organization. Yeah. If you're interested in sponsoring Team L'Chaim, you can do so at teamyachad.com. Sim- simply select Team L'Chaim from the list of runners and donate as generously as you are able. Uh, Moshe, what's the one part or one aspect of the entire weekend, whether it's specifically related to the race or the Shabbos or anything, that really stands out to you as you know that wow factor? 
Well, that's a, that's, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because, I mean, there's so many great parts to the weekend. You know, Dominic Friday night was fantastic. You know, shout out to Naftali Herman, who, was, who did a great job leading Cabal Chavez. Uh, you know, spending Chavez, you know, just getting to know Team L'Chaim better, and even uh, even members of Team Yachad who weren't part of Team L'Chaim, just getting to know some of the high schoolers, you know, just the commitment in high school, you know, I'm 28 years old, and for me to think of doing this, you know, 10, 12, you know, 13 years ago, as some of these, you know, high schoolers did, is just unreal. Getting to know members of Yachad, of, of Team Yachad from outside the New York area, uh, I mean, the, the Moshe Chavez pasta party was fantastic, uh, you know, and then the race itself, uh, just, I personally uh, did most of the race walking by myself, walking slash running by myself, and it was just one of those experiences where I, I was just going around and just the gorgeous Miami marathon course, half marathon course, just so many different things, you know, stood out that will really just last for, for so long, and I encourage anyone who's, who's, who's up for something like this to, to, to join Team Yachad for next year, for 2014. Uh, I know my wife wants to join next year, and she's probably going to, you know, push me to join again with her. So, so uh, here's the real question. Now, now that you've already been able to cross the half marathon off your bucket list, I assume the next thing to do would be run the full. Is that see, something that, that we can be, count that, on you? That would be the next natural pr- projection. The problem with that is is that that would probably require a lot more training than <laughs> I actually put in for the half marathon. Well, how much training and, did you uh, put in for the half marathon? How much training did I do? Um, not as much as I probably should have, and my body is regretting it today, (laughs) you know, will probably be doing so for the next couple days, but it was just, you know, everybody being there, it was, it was just such a surreal experience of just everybody coming for a purpose, everyone in the room, whether they were runners or whether they were family members of runners who were supporting runners, everyone was there because they were committed to an organization and to an ideal of giving tzedakah and helping raise tzedakah for for an organization that, that needs it and that is does a tremendous service to the Jewish community. My wife, Dina, is an, is an occupational therapist who works with special needs children in in Patterson, New Jersey, and she she doesn't work with Jewish children. And she ta- we were discussing at one point how Yachad, the opportunities it provides to Jewish people with special needs, is tremendous in in and of itself. But also in the fact that the non-Jewish community doesn't have anything like this. And my wife was was saying that she's saddened almost that some of the students that she develops a connection with. We'll never get the opportunities that Yachad provides because there is no venue like this in the non-Jewish world, or certainly not one of of the the all-inclusiveness of Yachad that that strives to really include Yachad members in in every aspect of of, of a Jewish person's life, from from young adulthood all the way through adulthood, and and it just it, it was just such a tremendous experience in that just realizing how we all came together, 185 or 86 runners, and, uh, you know, and over 300 people spending Shabbos together is so tremendous. Yeah, I think just like you said, I think to me that the the most impactful uh, moment is just realizing the fact that in addition to, you know, 180-plus runners who did it with us, there were 10 Yachad members who they themselves ran the half marathon, and it's the best motivation you know, to get any, you know, people always say, oh, I can't do it, I can't do the half, you can do it. 
You know, we had a 14-year-old do it. We had a 61-year-old do it. We had somebody with Down syndrome do it. We had somebody with autism do it. It's not a matter of, oh, getting the mindset of, I can't do it. You can do it. You just need to convince yourself of it. And we hope that you know, all of our hard work will continue to inspire more people to get more involved and to do it as well. Right. And I think, I think even if they, for people who can't run themselves, watching other people run and watching other people commit to something like this should motivate them to, to, to explore other options. If, you, if, if you're not up for running a half marathon, there are other, other ways. You know, there are shorter races, I'm sure. You, know, you could do a 5K. Uh, don't ask me how many miles that is because my math isn't so great. But you know, you can do a 5K. You can do other things, and or you could just get involved in yachad. Get involved in an organization, like you said. We had 10 yachad members run, and while I don't know the names of all of them, you know, a special shout out for me to JJ Goldstein, who I've known for years from his time in yachad in Camp Arasha, and just watching him over Shabbos and prepare for the race and talking a little bit to him and talking to his mother over Shabbos. It was just a tremendous, tremendous motiva- motivator for for me and, and for my family. And I was able to bring my, 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 like I said, my wife was there and my two kids were there over Shabbos, and they had a tremendous time. And they're still very young, but even they, in their own way, were, were I'm sure, impacted by the experience. Yeah, I think overall just the weekend itself lends itself towards building people's belief for whatever you want to call it in the disability movement, which has come such a long way over the last couple of years, and I think Team Yachad is only uh, continuing to do that. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm being joined by Moshe Rosenberg, who's a corporate attorney from New York City, who together with his wife and two children joined Team Yachad in Miami for the weekend. Uh, Moshe, I want to thank you for joining me. I want to congratulate you on, on completing your first half marathon of what will hopefully become one of many. Thank you very much, Ellie. It was really a pleasure to join you today. It was awesome having you. Thanks so much. All right. Talk to you later. Be well. I want to thank all of our listeners and all of our all the people who have joined me today. Going back was Adira Lautman, who ran her first half marathon together with her sister. Then we spoke with David Scott, the race director for the ING Miami Marathon. And just most recently, we spoke with Moshe Rosenberg, who together with myself... Um, helped to begin and start Team L'Chaim, which ended up growing into a group of 21 runners who have raised just almost $70,000 in memory of our dear friend, uh, Chaim Feigemel. Just before we go, a number of quick updates of some incredible programs going on uh, within Yachad. Um, as you all know, we've spoken about a couple times in the last few weeks, Na'im, the North American Inclusion Month, uh, which is February, which officially was kicked off with the marathon weekend in Miami, will begin a month-long uh, stretch of programming all over the country, and one that we're very excited about is this coming Shabbos out in Chicago. Chicago Yachad is very proud to present um, a program over the weekend that they're calling Stories from Our Soul. It's going to be a panel discussion about the power and challenges of an inclusive community, and moderated by Ephraim Popella, director of Chicago Yachad, they're going to have a couple of parents of children with disabilities, a Yachad member herself, siblings of individuals with disabilities, as well as high school students who are very active in the Chicago chapter. And they'll be speaking about their experiences uh, Friday night at Congregation Kins at 2800 West North Shore Avenue, uh, beginning at 830. For more information, please contact Ephraim Popel at Chicago Yachad at OU.org. Again, Ephraim Popel at Chicago Yachad at OU.org. That really is gearing up to be an incredible Shabbos and should be really very inspirational and very educational. 
um, as well as just to let people know we're, we are here. This is what we're doing, and we're making the world a better place, one community at a time. Uh, also, with Purim coming up in just a few short weeks, uh, Yachad is excited to share that our brand new Yachad Stucker boxes have finally arrived. And if you'd like to contact us about having Yachad Stucker boxes to be used along with your Shloach Manot or as the holder or container for your Shloach Manot, please reach out to us at 212 613 8229. Or you can email us at yachad at ou.org. Um, this has been the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. And once again, before we go, I want to congratulate all of our runners who have completed the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon as Team Yachad as we ran hand-in-hand across the finish line, raising money for inclusion and for the incredible programs that Yachad provides. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful Shabbos.